0: Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome back, hopefully I'm welcoming you back, to the Sunshine Steven Podcast. If you haven't been here before, like, pause right now, go listen to my other episodes, and then come meet me here back again. Yay! Awesome. Cool. So, this week, I'm going to be talking about spring cleaning. Which, I know cleaning really isn't the funnest of things to do, but hey, it's spring, we're stuck inside, why not, you know? But I'm going to be talking more about, you know, going into cleaning not only physical things like your closet or pantry, but like mentally and spiritually, let's clean up those negative thoughts and those negative people in our life. Also, I have my first guest Yay, her name is Christina Sloan. She's my good Judy. We're gonna be talking about being a minimalist and she's gonna give us some tips. She's gonna give us some myths. We're gonna talk about another company that we both adore and it's a small business and you should support it, but that will be later on. But you know what? I have more than just that. I have a history lesson. I have a quote. You know, it's going to be a jammed pack episode. So grab a snack, you know, grab a little drink or wine, and let's get to it. Like I said before, cleaning isn't the funnest of tasks, but it's a necessary evil. And honestly, if you put some good music on or a good podcast or maybe an audible book or something cool to get you in the mood, um, it could be very therapeutic. Maybe you can use that time to, I don't know, self-check in with yourself, see how you're doing. Anywho, so let me spill it for you. I think that everybody, you know, like now, but not now because you're listening to this podcast, unless, you know, this is giving you some inspiration to start cleaning, clean out your closets. Look, I'm guilty of it. I know a lot of people are guilty of it. Me and Christina go into this a little bit more, but we'll get to that. I have so many clothes that I either don't wear as much or they're too small, too big, and I just can't get rid of them. But I need to. I used to be really bad at this because, look, a bitch grew up poor. Like, real poor. Real, real, real poor. Like, never got new stuff. It was thrift stores or hand-me-downs, which I had two sisters, so it would be like a sleeping shirt or something like that. So, you know, when I started to get older and started to be able to buy my own clothes, I thought, "Mm, I have to hold on to everything forever. Forever but you don't like really and I know some stuff might have a sentimental value to you like oh I wore this to this one concert because you know I thought it was a cute look and I just really loved that night yada 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 that type of stuff why don't you put it in like a cutesy little tote box because it brings you like memories and stuff like that and keep it somewhere that's cute that's great but something that I do because I'm really guilty at like t-shirts I love getting like a bunch of cute t-shirts and stuff but like now I have like 50,000 of them um, and grow- it's a bit much. So what I do is, is I kind of have like this system that I've been doing for years. Um, remember when we were like little cute kids and we would come home and, well, I don't know. This was my life, so if this doesn't fit you, oh well, this is how I rolled, my mom rolled. So you would get home and you'd have to change out of your school clothes and put on some play clothes, play play clothes. That's what I do now. I get home and I put on usually gym shorts and a t-shirt. Well, those t-shirts actually come from older shirts that are in my closet, you know, so I kind of cycle through them and it's what I sleep in. So they're my pajamas, they're my relaxing clothes, my loungy clothes, my workout clothes, even though, you know, I work out like two times a year, but I need to be better. So if I'm seeing a shirt is, you know, has a hole in it or it's getting dingy or not as cute as it used to be or whatever, I switch it out and i i put it for my play play clothes my pajamas whatever you want to call it and then usually the clothes the t-shirts that are there are like in real real bad shape because they were in bad shape and then i was like well i'll sleep in them whatever whatever and now they're like oh, girl it's just time to say a little prayer and take you out back and get rid of you you know and usually i'm like yeah donate but like <laughs> these shirts are usually like in bad condition like real bad so toss them make rags out of them if you want to repurpose them do something like that if it's really sentimental though I put it in my little, little sentimental box and move on with my day so yeah clean out your closets that includes your shoes and I might be saying this just approval point to my husband who has like 80,000 million shoes but you know what as long as he's not on crack or something I guess that's good but like he has so many shoes it's ridiculous but you know sometimes we have gotten to that point where that conversation happens and he's like you know what i don't wear these or they're like two sizes too small i got this like forever ago because they were cute or whatever like donate them get rid of them some of his shoes he actually donates to me because look little secret about me i wear just about nothing but toms so i have like ooh, probably 20 pair of toms like two flip flops and some boots and that's about it like that's all that's my shoes And I have like one pair of dust shoes that I never really wear. Um, So some of his shoes that get donated, get donated to moi. So do that. Go through your closet, get rid of some shit, live a good life, you know? Next thing that I recommend cleaning out is your pantry slash kitchen area. Um, We're really guilty, we're really bad at like sometimes we go to the store and we buy a whole bunch of stuff we're like, oh, I love this cereal, I love this snack or whatever and then you forget that you have it or you eat half of it and then it just sits there and then you're like oh my gosh i haven't had captain crunch in forever let me get more captain crunch and it's like girl you have a box right here and it's because it's so cluttered and disorganized right now guilty so like take everything out especially look at expiration dates and clean that shit out also your refrigerator yeah girl even at work sometimes i've worked at some companies where like it was funky wonky smelly and for like a months, months, nobody could figure it out. We thought it was something in the refrigerator. We couldn't find it. We thought it was the rug, whatever, whatever. So one day, since I'm a giant, I was like, whose lunch boxes are these on top of the fridge? They've been there for a while. Open them, full on, mold, maggots, disgusting. That was the smell. I threw it away. I was prepared to fight somebody like, gross, ew, gross. So make sure you throw out any food that might be icky, icky, okay? let's let's do that because it's smelly and gross and nobody wants that cleanse it cleanse it cleanse it cleanse it like i said we're stuck in home bitch you have time anywho last thing that i recommend is kind of like a two-parter cleanse out yourself and the people in your life so when i say yourself i mean negative thoughts you wake up and you're like Ugh, i look gross today uh no Wishy washy, Mr. Clean that bitch out your mind. You're beautiful, you're gorgeous, you're a model, you're a goddess. Love you, mean it. You know, you just have to work on yourself. And I know that's something that's really hard and it's taken me a long time, but your boy is medicated and therapy and shit. But you kind of do have to have a little chit chat with yourself sometimes and say, you know what, let's take these negative thoughts and just wishy wash them out. You know, I know it's super hard to do. Trust, get a support system. But start somewhere. You know, if there's one thing that you keep finding yourself constantly telling you, change your mind on that. Be like, no, uh-uh, that's not it. You know? Oh, for me, like, if I'm like, oh, God, my nose is so ugly and big and huge and gross. Like, uh-uh. sometimes I change it into positive. Like, oh, my God, I have my mom's nose. My mom is a gorgeous, beautiful, like, model, beast. I love her. So, you know what? This nose is cute. It's right. It's what I was supposed to have. You know? cool great so do that try that for me i would love you for it yeah so next thing of course negative people toxic people clean those bitches out your life too give them the axe chop them out deuces don't need you no more If they are dragging you down if they are being mean i don't know why i'm singing just get them out your life seriously though like nobody needs toxic people in their life find people that gas you up find those friends that are always there for you support you and your loved ones like have those people surround you this also is very hard to do and it's taken me some time but the older i get the more (laughs) the more i'm like i don't give a fuck i don't need you like whatever who cares get them out your life because it's just not really healthy it's not cute it's not a good look. So yes, clean out your closet, clean out your pantry and your refrigerator, and clean out your mind with negativity, clean that bitch out, and clean out toxic people and negative people in your life. And while you're doing all of this, keep checking into your yourself with yourself and like, hey, this is helping me because of X, Y, and Z. And I think at the end of the day, your spring cleaning will be like the best ever. So now for a chat with my good Judy, Christina Sloan, who is living her life as a minimalist. And I'm just super excited to talk to her about what it means to her to be a minimalist and get her tips and this about it. And we're also going to talk about a other business that we both use and love. So let's get right into it. Christina? Yes? Well, hello there. How are you?
1: I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I
0: love how we're chatting like we haven't been talking for the past hour. <laughs>
1: I know. It's like we've already been on the phone for so long. <laughs> it's
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're just extra excited to have you, though, as the first guest on the Sunshine Steven podcast.
1: Woo! So excited. Yay!
0: You'll go down in the history books once I become rich and famous and get my own Netflix special.
1: I better be... Okay, Okay, well, you already know who will play you in a Netflix special. Well, yeah. Um, (laughs) Zachary
0: Zachary Quinto, Quinto, yes. Quinto,
1: yeah. And I will have Zoe Saldana play me, please. That would be great.
0: (laughs) Somebody get Hollywood on the phone right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, definitely. Well, I'm so excited that you can join me and talk a little bit about um, being minimalist and that lifestyle because as we were talking a little bit earlier so I'll just fill the listeners and um, the whole episode that I'm doing for episode three is on spring cleaning and I'm talking about not only physically cleaning but also spiritually cleaning but I'll get into that later but one thing that I've always been really interested in but I feel like there's a lot of misdirection out there and a lot of misconceptions is being a minimalist and having a minimal lifestyle. I feel like a lot of people think, oh, you just throw everything out and live in a cave or something like that. <laughs>
1: it's I, like you live in a van and that's it. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> you are a Amish person, basically. If you, um so that's why I wanted to get with you, because I know you've done a lot on this and this is how you live your life and um just wanted to get your thoughts maybe let people know what you believe a minimalist is or what it means to be a minimalist. So I'll let you take it from here.
1: Absolutely. Okay. So you're so right. There's so many misconceptions about what minimalism is and what it means to be a minimalist. And like, we'll go, we'll definitely go into that more later. But for me being a minimalist um, is really defined for me because it's really different for everyone which i which is what i love about it but it basically just comes down to getting rid of the excess to make mm-hmm. room for the things that really bring you joy for the things that are really important and valuable to your life and so that's in so many different facets and areas of your life most people when they think of minimalism they just think of like decluttering which is a humongous part of it but it's also like so much more than that too. And that's what is really interesting about it is that you can really make it your own. That's what drew me to minimalism was because I said, oh, this is how someone else has interpreted it, but this is also how I see it and I can tweak it for my life and what's important to me. So that's really what minimalism is in a nutshell.
0: Oh, good. And I think it's super like... I don't know, I feel like it's getting bigger and bigger especially with uh gosh what's her name Marie Kondo is that Yes Marie yes. Kondo Yes. when that whole Netflix special came out which I I have to admit I only watched one episode and I was like this what? Is, I know it gave me <laughs> it gave me anxiety and I was like my life is complete shit why am I watching this like oh my gosh <laughs> so I need to rewatch it but I know once that came out and her book and everything like Buzzfeed. Everybody hopped on the bandwagon. Was like, be a minimalist now. Like, this is how you do it. Here's your, here's what you need mm-hmm. to do. Yada yada yada. And so I feel like it's kind of in right now. But I feel like at the same time, there's still that small um, part of the population that's like, you're you live in a van. Like, what you, <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not getting rid of my stuff because I feel like that's a very touchy thing for some people. So mm-hmm. I like that you pointed out that. You make room for things that are more important because I feel like we're all guilty, especially me, at sometimes just holding on to crap that you're like, why, why do I have this? What is the purpose? Mm-hmm. So anyways, but I'll let you get more into that because I know I asked you to do some homework. Like he
1: does? basically
0: yes. um, I'm a teacher. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, the homework or the task that I asked you is to come up with three good tips. And then three myths about um, minimalist. So we'll start with the yes. tips and then we'll have a break and then we'll go into the myths. So if you want to, I'll let you take it away again with your tips.
1: Okay, perfect. So three tips for minimalism. So I was really thinking about it because I was like, there's so many things that I could think of. Right. But so the first tip that I would have, if you're in an, in a space, especially right now, like, we're all at home and all I hear in in springtime. So spring cleaning, we're Mm. at home, we want to declutter, we want to make some space in our lives mentally and physically. So if you're in your house or apartment and you're like, where do I start? Because that's kind of how I was, I I was like, really into it. And I said, Okay, what do I do now? (laughs) Um, Start with your closet. That is the yeah. number one thing that I tell people when they want to start decluttering is just to start with something that's easy that, you know, you, you know, that you can really get into and that is your closet because I guarantee, I guarantee you because mm-hmm. I did this and I guarantee anyone, I guarantee you, Steven too. Yep. So <laughs> is sure. there's, there's probably something in your closet that either you have not, that has a tag on it still that you bought um, with the best of intentions, that you just have not worn, or there's something that you have from like five, six years ago that does not even fit anymore. (laughs) I have a few of those. (laughs) And and I was like, oh, why do I still have these? Um, And I also bet that there's probably either something in your closet that you just don't even wear anymore because it's just not your style, but you're just like, oh, I might need it one day for a rainy day or something like that but right. you already know in the back of your mind that you're never actually going to wear it yeah. So it's, it's so easy and especially you know I, there are definitely times where it's like I bought three shirts that are basically the same but different colors mm-hmm. but I found myself only wearing two of those colors really and that third one just sits there and does absolutely nothing Right. and old jeans that I don't really wear anymore that I had I bought them I used to wear them but either they don't fit or I just don't need them anymore because how many pairs of jeans do we really really need you know like how many do we really need (laughs) so it's getting rid of so many repeats and stuff like that I realized I had so many so many black pants I still have a lot of black pants but I also wear black pants to work so That's part of that. But I had so many that I just did not wear. And it was like I was collecting them from people because they knew, oh, Christina works somewhere where she has to wear black pants every day. Right. So, hey, here's some black pants that I don't need anymore or whatever. So I was collecting all of these black pants and I was like, wait a second. I have so many that I don't even wear. So that's like number one, starting with the closet. Right. (laughs) And so then number 2 is to be honest with yourself mm. and Marie Kondo that shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's it's if you've never seen Marie Kondo or read her book, I ten ten recommend it.
0: I need to. I know.
1: <laughs> I feel like that was
0: aimed towards me, but <laughs>
1: Just, just a little. Yeah, I
0: need
1: to. It's so I just so recommend it because, like you know, read her book, watch her show. Because the show, you learn so much from it, just about her method Mm -hmm. and everything. And it's like Marie Kondo is not for everyone. I will say that, but um, there's a lot of little things that I take from Marie Kondo, and it, it really does make sense. It's like you go around your house and you just think about, okay, what brings me joy? Like what adds value to my life? And what just doesn't anymore right and so it's like that's why it's just really important to be honest with yourself especially you know starting with the closet that was the first place that's so like now when it comes to clothes i am so good at just going in my closet and being like girl i'm not wearing this anymore i already yeah. know it's time to hit you know the donate pile and it's just about really being honest because there's we can find a reason to hold on to everything right. we can find a reason but it takes more of an effort to really just be honest with ourselves and say, is this actually adding value to my life right now? It might have a couple of years ago when I had this, but does it add value now? Right. So, and that looks different for everyone. So, like, for instance, I still have a lot of books because they add so much value to my life. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love, I love how books feel. I love um, just having them in my house. I love seeing them. They bring me so much joy. And so it's like, I'm honest with myself and the fact that I'm going to keep my books because I did go through a slight phase where I almost, I almost got rid of my books. Oh, like I, all, I know, <laughs> I know. I'm so, I'm so happy that I talked me out of it because I almost did. I was like, oh you know I'm really embracing minimalism and I really think maybe I should just donate these I don't know and he said Christina what are you talking about yeah (laughs) so I was like oh you're right I love books I'm not gonna do that right but it's also like little things that are around the house that really just you just gotta take a step back and say do I really need this anymore Mm mm-hmm is this is this am I okay with having this in my space right now? Am I really going to find use out of this? Right. I found that with like kitchen appliances that have really great intention, but I'm like, am I really gonna use this? <laughs> you know? Right. Like, is it really is it really oh one I actually had for fun fact, I had a broken blender that I still like could riggedy, you know, Jankify it and use it still but it was broken like (laughs) girl (laughs) exactly and i was like it's time for this to go yeah so that's an example just being honest with myself and saying it's time for you take your money and invest it in a new blender that actually works well
0: that would bring you more joy than losing a finger
1: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so that's tip number two just to be honest with yourself um and then the last tip is everything has a home so I'll say when you have a place for everything it makes it so much easier to keep track of it and so you actually do know what you have because I've been in the situation before I'm sure we all have where we find something and we're like I forgot I had this and meanwhile you actually bought another one of it because you didn't even realize that you had one in the first place and it's just because that thing that item didn't have a home And so you just didn't know where it actually was supposed to belong. And so you thought you didn't have it. And Mm -hmm. now you're over here buying a double of it. Exactly. Because you don't even know that you have it. And so when everything has a home, you're able to just keep track and able to keep things more organized. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's how I've really tried to organize my spaces. It's just I know where things are. And I have them arranged in such a way that they're easy to find and that it's not such a mess and then i don't forget that i have these certain things i already know where they are i know exactly what spaces they're supposed to be and so also when i do when i use something i know where to put it right back Mm -hmm. because that's important too because if it has a home there's no excuse as to why it's in a different space you know where it's supposed to be right yeah. So those are my three tips, especially Beautiful. for spring cleaning and decluttering. Yes. So yeah.
0: Yeah, that's definitely um, super helpful and super relevant to what I'll be talking about um, besides in this interview on this episode. But I know the closet is one big thing. I've just been guilty for years of like, Oh, this is two sizes too small, but I'm going to hold on to it because they're cute. Or T-shirts and stuff, like you said, like literally like, oh, I found this at Target for $4, so I have to get it. And there's, mm-hmm. I've had them for like six months and I'm like, oh, I have yet to use it or yet to wear it. And one thing that I did see that I want to try, but I keep pushing off, I should probably like do a deep cleaning and then maybe try it is the hanger trick where you put all your hangers, hang everything up uh, backwards. And then after a year or some people do it quarterly, anything that hasn't been flipped around, get rid of, donate it. Oh my
1: gosh, yeah. that's
0: amazing. <laughs> I'm basically a minimalist now. <laughs> but that's something that I've I've seen and I want to try it, but I just, it's hard. It's hard. And I think that goes back to the being honest with yourself Because there's so many times where I'm like, oh, I'm going to hit the gym. I'm going to work out. I'm going to lose. No. For me to drop two pant sizes, (laughs) girl, (laughs) I'd rather spend the time and effort on just buying clothes that fit me now. (laughs) So
1: it's really hard.
0: And I think uh, you mentioned, you know, a lot of double buying, like buying the same thing. I noticed that, like, I don't know about you, but like me – Like, I'll go Mm -hmm. through fads. Like, I was obsessed, you know, when Queer Eye came out, printed shirts. I know Queer Eye is the best. (laughs) But printed shirts, every time we went out to, like, Marshalls or Ross or anywhere, if I saw a printed shirt, I would have to get it. So I ended up with, like, 20 of them. And now, like, half of them don't fit. One's missing a button. And I'm like, why do I have all (laughs) these printed shirts? And now I still do love them, but I'm just like, oh, my gosh. But then I noticed, like why do I have all these dark blue shirts? Like I went through weird phases where I just kept buying. So like Mm -hmm. within like a two or three week period, I'd be like, Oh, I need all this. I need, I need like six of this same shirt style Mm -hmm. or something. So that's something I think people need to, uh, be honest with themselves too and be like hey maybe I don't need 20 printed shirts
1: but <laughs> exactly it's like being a minimalist for me is all about being very intentional about what you do what you commit mm-hmm. to what you spend your time on what you spend your money on so right
0: it's,
1: it's just about when I it's funny because you I don't you probably you know I'm like the worst to shop with because
0: I'm just... <laughs> you're like no you don't need it Put you it don't back. Need that? <laughs>
1: I'm just like, do you You're really like need it? The <laughs>
0: worst slash best person to shop with.
1: <laughs> my mother hates shopping with me now. <laughs> She's just like, okay, well, but it's it's just true though because if if I buy something, it's because I really, yeah. really, really want it. Do you remember when we we were um oh my god I don't remember where we were at Ross maybe or something and I bought that on that the map where you scratch off. where oh, you Oh yeah. And I was thinking about it and I really thought about it. I was like, do I need this? Am I really about to spend my dollar on this? But I said, this will be a great addition to my home. Right. I know exactly where I'm going to put it. I'm going to use it. This will be really interesting for me to share. And I was like, okay, I super validate it in my head. Right. And it's you know taking a lot of the impulse out of like buying things when it comes to minimalism and just really thinking, is this going to add value? And right. then- Spend your money on it if it does. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I think that that goes back to does it have a home? Because we find ourselves doing that a lot now to me, my Brandon, my husband, <laughs> um, <laughs> who you know. But
1: <laughs> who's that? Yeah. So if
0: we go and we're like, oh, this is cute, we'll stop and be like, but where would we put it? Like, what purpose? Like, it's mm-hmm. cute and everything, but like, we have no room for it. Like, there's no reason to get this. So we kind of. I started being, like, adults and talking ourselves out of, like, impulse impulse buying because mm-hmm. I feel like that gets people in trouble, too, where they're like, "Oh, I want this. I want – same thing with, like, me and my printed shirts. Like, I want this. So let me get it, get it, get it. But then it's like you don't have a home for this. And that's something I need to really focus on, though, because, like, a, uh, like a month ago when I was getting my North Carolina driver's license because, you know, they were expiring and everything. yeah. Uh, you know how you have to go to the DMV and you have to have um, like two, two proofs of address, your, your old ID and mm. social security card, yada, yada, yada. Could not find my social security card. And I was freaking out. And every place that I thought it was. And that night I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to like spring clean. We need to put stuff and say, okay, important documents are here.
1: Mm-hmm. Because I
0: used to be so good at that, like, in college when I was on my own. I was, like, I knew where my birth certificate and my social security cards were at all times. Like, that and a mm-hmm. Taco Bell. I knew where they were at. <laughs> like, <laughs> at all times. But I think that's something that a lot of people need to do because you get, like, those junk drawers. Like, I feel like every, everybody has yes. a junk drawer. And nine times out of ten, if we're looking for something, we're, like, check the junk drawer. And it's not there. Right. So I'm like, if it had a home, we would know where it's at.
1: Yes, I feel like everyone's entitled to like one junk drawer. It's like, you have to have that little space, but then it's like, you got to also like clean out that junk drawer. You got to keep, you know, you got to make sure that you're on top of that junk drawer when you need to be, but it's like, you know, I'm not perfect by any means. And I also, I live with someone else who is, you know, not necessarily a minimalist. So it's like, okay. It's like common areas. We try to keep a certain way. But he has his areas for his things, and I don't bug about them because that's his space right He can keep it how he wants to keep it, he can fill it with all the things that he wants to it's that is his space, but I also have my space, and I keep my space a certain way too and you know it's it's cool, so you also there's you know there's there's compromise there's right. bits and pieces where it's like okay how how do I make minimalism fit? for my current situation right. as well and so
0: gotta keep the home happy I definitely I mean you know my husband he loves his antiques and loves yes. his big furnitures and stuff and like sometimes I'm like can we just like not <laughs> like <laughs> I'm fine with having like a beanbag and that's it and he's a like bean bag. <laughs> he's like no I want this and this and this and let's re-. and I'm like uh and I know that's something that you know we, we kind of have to compromise on, ugh, marriage. Right,
1: because that brings him so much joy. Yeah, you know, exactly. Which is awesome.
0: I'm like, okay, but he has love him. He's gotten better. You know, mm-hmm. we definitely, you know, moving from Florida to North Carolina, we got rid of so much stuff, which was nice.
1: A move can do that. Yeah. Thing <laughs> exactly. It's
0: like, oh, less stuff to worry about. So that's nice
1: yes absolutely well
0: definitely well I appreciate you sharing your tips but let's take like a little break a little mini vacation over to a different topic which is a little bit of skincare. Yes. yes love it so something you know that I've talked about on my past two episodes plus the special and I'm going to talk more into this one you know skincare is something that i definitely love I, I had horrible skin all growing up and everything so it's something that once i got a good skincare routine and everything like that but um something that we both use is actually a friend i'll i'll briefly go into her um her name is aubrey we actually went to high school together we were in plays together we actually um, quote-unquote made out in a play once. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was great. So, she started her own business, and it's called Breeze Breeze Beauty, and it's B-R-I-Z-Z Beauty. Um, and so she started it, and I kind of talked to her after she started out, because I was like, yeah, sure, I want to support local businesses, small businesses, and everything like that. So I just ordered um, like a lip scrub and a face mask and stuff. Not too much, but I... she included little samples and i was like oh wow so i talked to her more about it and she started the company you know she has a daughter and she was like you know i was just missing out on a lot of her her life and everything and so she was like i wanted to do something so she did a lot of research and stuff like that and was like oh skincare guess you know she struggled some but what with um acne and stuff like that so she's the first thing that she started to sell was the Miracle Cleanser, which I hope I'm not butching. I, I know it has like it's a baking soda and coconut oil concoction. It's amazing. You've used it, right?
1: Yes, yes. I have. I love the Miracle Face cleanser. Yeah, so nice.
0: It's my favorite. It's the thing, and it's like the best seller on Etsy. It's so good, and she has a toner spray with it. Uh, it's amazing. So that's how she kind of got started. That was the first thing that she... But now she's branched off and she has face masks. She has essential oils. She has face oils. She has body scrubs. She has lip scrubs. So she's kind of blossomed into that. And super, super obsessed with everything that she's put out so far. Um. So I just wanted to shine yes. some light on her. Uh, small business. Um, and I know both of us we've we've used stuff back and yes forth.
1: my favorite i have two favorites so my favorite mask is the tea talks mask uh, oh yes. my gosh it smells so good it's <laughs> the
0: best
1: oh my gosh it's it's green tea and avocado yeah she just and, added
0: yeah because oh that's right because the original recipe recipe or ingredients because <laughs> you don't Either. eat it Right. Well, uh, I guess you could eat it.
1: Right. I mean, it's green tea and avocado. I, I guess. I think
0: <laughs> she. I think she had. That's another thing I probably should have mentioned. It's all like, uh, like cruelty free. It's all natural plant-based. product, plant based. Yes. Yeah. So I guess you could eat it. it. Probably just wouldn't taste that great, but it smells <laughs> so good. But she did. She added the avocado, and I think it gives it like a, a nice, soothing effect to it yes. as well and then, it's
1: like it the texture right is incredible
0: and you look like the wicked witch when you put it on so that's <laughs> that's a win in my book but what was your second favorite
1: my second favorite is actually the renew face oil oh my gosh yeah i totally that forgot. was like that that's my shit okay <laughs> side, that stuff is amazing
0: side note too because you know we're in quarantine so you saw me on facetime earlier i haven't shaved i have like a beard going on
1: you have a massive beard going on yeah
0: and it's something that i've not done ever before but i was like i'll try it out now if i look awful at least nobody will see me (laughs) haha so i've been using the oil as like a beard oil and it's amazing too
1: oh that's so cool
0: multi-purpose so (laughs) this isn't just for the gays and the girls right now
1: (laughs) seriously
0: you fellas out there like it really does use that
1: renew oil that yes, renew face new. oil it makes just i would u- i use it at night yes. and when i wake up it just makes my skin i'm just so soft and that's yep. i just love it i love how it's it makes amazing. Me feel.
0: and it smells good too i'm a, you know yes. big on smells but it's not like harsh chemicals of course it's not like artificial it's all naturals and stuff like that so that's mm-hmm. always good I, speaking of I don't know if you've used it, but something that's... I think you have. The, um... What is it? The the butter. Gosh, what's it called? The cleansing
1: butter? Yes,
0: the cleansing butter.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. I use that to take off... To take take off off my makeup. Yeah. And it works perfectly. But, I mean, it's just perfect to just rub on your face and just rinse it off. It just feels so nice.
0: That's the thing, too, that I like because, you know, I don't wear makeup. So... I was like, uh, at first I was like, I don't know if I want this, but then right. I remember you got it and you were like, my face even, you know, yeah, I took the makeup off and was amazing and yes. was awesome, which I admittedly... I. I didn't know that that was an issue, but apparently it is. <laughs> like, girls are like, it's hard to take makeup off, baby.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's so hard, especially, like, eyeliner. Oh, so, it's like, yeah, yeah. that's that's the hard part right there. And, like, me, your girl, I do my brows because you know, that's mm-hmm. just how I do. Yeah. And so, when I put it on, like, my eyes and my eyebrows and everything, it just comes right, right off. Which and is it's good. it's not... Because what happens is you know, when you have eyeliner on and you have to rub, 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 rub mm. to try to get it off, it dries your eyes out so much. And so when you just have something that just automatically takes it off, it's amazing. So Yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds so painful.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. I went blind,
0: but my makeup is off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have used it though because it just makes my face feel really like buttery smooth. Like it's really yes. good. Yes. But yes, so guys, check it out. Uh, Breeze Beauty, B R I Z Z. I'll also put a link in the description. I think it's
1: B-R-I-I-Z, dude. Is it? What did I say? Yes. You did said I say B R I Z Z? B
0: R I Z Z. You know what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is why like Christina's here. That's the first time I, I botched it. That time, I wonder if I botched it the first time.
1: I I don't know. That's I honestly. Okay. B R
0: I I Z. Look, it's been a long day, long week, but I was it's testing it. It's quarantine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> quarantine moment. I would. So sorry. Um. Yeah, so B R I I Z. <laughs> but it's funny because at first. Uh, because it used to be called something else but then I was like yeah right
1: exactly I
0: was like what does this mean and she was like my name is Aubrey Breeze (laughs) and I was like oh Oh. (laughs) duh but I did talk to her because we are good friends and everything and she is offering a 10% discount on her website Again, I'll put the link. I will make sure I spell it correctly <laughs> in the description. And you get 10% with the code word Steven. So be sure to check it out. She also periodically, I think she might be sold out now. But she per- periodically, see, look, it's been, it's getting late. Periodically, periodically. Yeah. She makes the uh, try before you buy boxes. So that's something that's really cool that comes with like a sample of her face mask and face washes and stuff because i know for me like i have super sensitive skin luckily knock on wood that everything that i've gotten from her hasn't done anything like to my skin or anything but like i'm that type of bitch that like clean and clear if i wash my face with that my face gets red and blotchy and will stay like that for hours no shade like but that's just how it is. So mm-hmm. anything of hers, it, it works really, really well. But yeah, I would recommend checking out her website. And then if she has the try before you buy, definitely get that. And you can save 10% with the code word
1: STEPHEN. Oh my gosh, can I just say one more thing about of one of the course. Products? <laughs> I know. Jesus. I we could do oh a whole god.
0: episode on how much we love her products, but
1: Yes, I li- I just remembered cuz I don't use it for what the purpose is. The the mermaid the hairspray. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. Fun fact, I just used it as like a perfume. Oh my god, <laughs> so do I. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Look. Okay. Look.
0: Okay. Last thing, I swear. Oh, say, so she has this mermaid spray. It's beautiful. It's like uh, oceanish. It
1: smells so good. And it smells
0: literally like if
1: heaven,
0: heaven, and uh, summertime had a baby or shit in a bottle. It would smell (laughs) like like this. this. It smells. It's so amazing. It's so beachy and stuff. It's for your hair. It gives you texture and stuff but like, yeah, that's cute and all but it also smells really good and it's natural. Yeah. So we, I do too. We spray it on our skin and like on our <laughs> yeah. body as like a body spray because it's so beachy and nice. Right? It's
1: just so funny because I remember I was like, I really don't need like the texturing spray. Right. like, fun facts, I'm black. Yeah. So it's like, I'm just like, <laughs> what? Like, yeah, right? So I was like, I don't really need it as like a texturing spray but right. I was just like, It smells so good, and it's 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 all natural. Like yes, and she has
0: she has the scrub that goes along with it. Like, but it smells like I wish that I could package the smell and send it through this podcast right now,
1: right? Because
0: it smells so. If you were into like beachy, crisp, clean smell, like you would love it. It smells so so, and it's really pretty. It's so pretty.
1: It's like this beautiful little blue and it oh, it's just gorgeous. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody get that. Anyway. Everybody. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Breeze beauty.
0: B-R-I-Z.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> beauty. I will put the link in the description 10% off with the code word Stephen. And we are back. Um, So now we've talked about our tips. We've talked about um, some beauty stuff. So let's go into the myths of minimalist living. Um, So again, I'll let you take that away because you know more about it because I can't even watch Marie Kondo's
1: show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is going to be fun. I love talking about the different myths because there are so many. So I'm going to start with the first one. Um, minimalists own less than a hundred things or own x amount of things Mm. this is very 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 false so (laughs) what what? i own more than a hundred things get out of town yeah um so i i don't need i don't know where this came from i feel like it kind of just came from the idea because there's extreme minimalist living which that works for them. And this is what I said. What I like about minimalism is that you can make it yours. Right. You can define it for yourself. And so, yes, the things part is important to me and decluttering is important to me. But for me, minimalism was so much more of a mindset than right. anything. It included like the commitments that I took on. It included you know, removing toxic people from my life right. it includes digital minimalism, limiting my screen time and stuff like that. So yes, I, you know, probably own, less than an average person i i guess like i don't i don't really know right i don't keep i don't keep how would you try yeah right you know inventory and, right inventory i once i'm not even gonna lie one time i did try i was like i'm gonna count my things and that's then i started much. in one room and i said okay i'm done yeah that's like <laughs> yeah never mind i was like never mind bump this so no minimalism is not about owning a certain amount of things it's about Again, getting rid of the excess in your life to make room for what's important. Mm -hmm. All right. So number two, all minimalists are vegan or zero waste. Also not true. What? (laughs) Right. I don't know where this connection came from. Like, Yes, there are a lot because it's it's like this general sphere that people definitely are in. But just because you're one doesn't mean you're the other. It's right, just right, right. Because you're a vegan doesn't mean that you're zero waste. Yeah. Just because you're zero waste doesn't mean you're a minimal. Like, it, right. you know, all these things. So, like, no. And it, it's just not true. Like, the things just don't really correlate to one another. It's I know plenty of minimalists, you know, that eat meat. I know plenty of minimalists who still get plastic bags from the store you know like right. I don't, it, it doesn't necessarily correlate like that like i definitely i try to limit my waste i've tried to adapt a more lower waste lifestyle mm-hmm. yes i don't eat um i don't eat red meat um and chicken but um i still eat fish right and I didn't become. I didn't stop eating meat because I was a minimalist. Right, those that's what, were very uncorrelated. Right, I was things, about to ask. Yeah. I
0: was like, "Does that have okay?" So there's no correlation, really. Okay.
1: No, yeah, I stopped eating red meat um, just because, like, I didn't like how it made me feel. Right, and then like it was I just... dietary. Exactly. Not was... yeah, minimal. Okay, I don't know why exactly. people would anyways i digress yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is i will say you know again it is there is this general sphere of like i said there's like a category of people and right, they right, right. do kind of congregate in these types of things but just because you're one doesn't automatically make right. you the, the other, other basically yeah. yes and so then my last one oh this is my favorite one i think minimalism means that you don't spend any money girl (laughs) i don't know about you but i live in the u.s of a right i I live period yeah like could you imagine
0: like hey so sorry i'm a minimalist so i don't have to pay rent i don't have to pay my life imagine like right
1: if only (laughs) If only, and it's just like you have zero fun, you spend no money, you do absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's, oh yeah, no. I, like
0: again, and unless you're Amish or something, like I don't, like I'm not trying to throw them under the bus, but I feel like that's so impossible unless you live like strictly off lifestyle. Yeah, like exactly. off the yeah, like off the grid and everything like that.
1: Exactly, and it's like I don't you no <laughs> yeah. but i just choose so this is where, where it comes back to i'm very intentional about how i spend my money right am i perfect absolutely not You're nobody is i door a little too much than i really need to well but especially okay.
0: now i mean oh my god
1: especially now <laughs> yeah I really
0: don't have a choice
1: yeah seriously <laughs> though and But when I do, when I make a purchase, or if I... Because something that I like to do is travel to go see my friends. A.K.A. you. Yeah, I was about (laughs) to say. Not right now. But (laughs) once this is all over, I certainly will be traveling again. And I spend my money to do that. And I'm very happy to do so. And I'm happy. I love going to the movies. That is one of my favorite pastimes. (laughs) Of course, I can't do it right now. But anyway... (laughs) When that happens again, I, that's something that I love to spend my money on that I don't think twice about because it's something that I really want to, want to do, do yeah, at brings that you time. joy. Exactly. So, people, and oh, also when it comes to buying things, it's not that minimalists, or, yeah, minimalists don't buy things. It's just we're very intentional about we what do, we yeah. buy. So, for instance, you know, I realized um, a few months ago that you girl I just not bought any new gym clothes in like nope. years and I was real, yeah I just had the same gym clothes from like college and I was like man I really want to like feel confident when I'm working out and excited to work out and so I invested my dollar in some new gym wear yeah. and I was really excited about it and I don't regret those purchases and yes it's like oh you're Doing online shopping, you're shopping. How dare you be a minimalist? You know, how dare you say you're it's minimalist? It's like I still have to but, live. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So it's it's okay though because I knew that that's what I wanted to spend my money right. on in that moment. So I was okay with making those vain, quote unquote, consumpt- consumptive choices. Right. But I was I had a plan. I intended to do so. I said, okay, I haven't bought gym clothes in years and I want some new gym clothes. I'm getting rid of my old stuff that's all raggedy and has holes mm-hmm. in it and it's falling apart and stuff. And now I have some amazing Fabletics gear that makes me feel cute. And yes. outside. Remember when I did I that remember. little dance when I came yeah, down the stairs was like oh. <laughs> my new Fabletics. I like, okay. I so, <laughs> <happy>. <laughs> <laughs> so those are like three myths. There's so awesome. many but... I
0: think those are yes. super important because I feel like that is what a lot of perception is like. Oh, they don't spend money, you know? They just live under a rock and don't have. And that's the thing I've heard people say too. Like, oh, you could only have X amount, like whatever X is. Like, if you say a mm-hmm. hundred or whatever, and I'm like, mm, um, that's really hard to do as well too. Like you said, like who's gonna take inventory of stuff like that? Like exactly. too much. But I think. To wrap it all up in, you know, a good takeaway, you know, you could always start with your closet and be honest with yourself with anything that you're cleaning. Um, Make sure everything has a home. And then also, you know, the myths you go into, you could have more than X amount of things. There's no set number. But then also make sure that you're intentional with your buying and purchases and stuff like, right? Is there, yeah. Yeah. But...
1: No, absolutely. It's just about, it really is just about being very intentional with how you choose to live right. your life. It's being intentional about how you keep your environment, what you do have in your home, what you choose to bring into your home. And just about the choices you make every day. It's being intentional with your dollar, right. making smart choices and just really thinking about what you have and what you need and what you want and how those things all correlate. Right. Because, you know, it's like in my kitchen, I have appliances that I absolutely adore and use and get really good use out of and I'm able to save money mm-hmm. and not eat right. out as much because I have, you know, a good stocked kitchen with things that I really do need and I'm not going to buy things that I don't mm-hmm. need, you know, and it's 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 okay to say no to those things in your mind that you're wants and stuff like that because... You might not actually really want that at that time. Something another quick tip is like if you're about to make a big purchase on something, wait 60 to 90 days. If you still want it in 60, 90 days then absolutely go buy it. But I can guarantee there are going to be some things that you're going to say, oh, I guess I really didn't I didn't miss that by not (laughs) buying it, you know. So that's a good just yeah. Not being intentional.
0: Exactly. And I feel like now is a good time for us to train our bodies and train our minds. We're at home, you know, you don't have to go out to eat and get lunch because that shit adds up like $10 every day for lunch and then maybe 6 mm-hmm. or $7 for breakfast. Like start cooking at home, get used to prepping it and everything like that. And I think that's a good way to like be mindful of your spending with food because I I feel like that's the biggest thing right now is like food it consumes like my bank I feel like one Mm -hmm. day they're gonna call me and be like bitch why you eating every five minutes (laughs) like stop (laughs) so I feel like that's another thing too but like you don't have to be vegan so yeah right you
1: don't have to be vegan necessarily so (laughs) just do you like do what makes you happy live your own best life live your own intentional life and just Forget what anyone else has to say yeah. about how you choose to live it and just do, do what you do what want to Do what works for you. Yeah. Do what
0: yes. works
1: for you. And
0: I think that's the big thing, too. Like, you don't 100% have to follow through. Like, and, and there's no rule book on how to be anything in the world, honestly. Like, yes. there's no, like, here's the rule book on how to be a gay man. Here's the rule book on how to be a minimalist. Here's a rule book on how to be, you know, a parent or anything like that. Yeah, there's books out here, but let me tell you, there's so many different ways. Just don't, don't drop your kid. Like,
1: yeah, there's stuff like that. So I
0: feel like whatever works for you. So if for one person, they're like, well, I don't eat out like at all. I cook everything at home. Baby girl, that's great for you. But baby, you know, me and you, that would not work for, I can tell you two reasons (laughs) right now. One. Bread. You know what?
1: (laughs) I want to go out
0: and get some rolls. I want to go out.
1: Oh, my gosh. Like, don't
0: even. And number two. I was about to say, like, brunch. Uh, Give me some crispy bacon. Like, uh, no. There's just so many. Sorry, I can't do that. But I can, you know, minimalize what I do. And instead of eating out every single day, only do two days a week or something like that. You know?
1: Just being mindful, you know? It's just being... Like, oh, okay, you know, I really did spend a lot, you know, on eating out this week. You know, I want to make it a point to try to cook some more this week because I want to do that. And I want to save my dollar a little bit, you know. (laughs) Exactly,
0: exactly. Well, I appreciate it so much for you giving your tips and talking about um, myths as well, too. So before we wrap everything up, I would like to give you the floor if there's anything you want to let people know about. Throw your Insta out there. Talk about, I don't know, any projects that you have going on.
1: <laughs> yes. So um, I am in the works on launching my podcast. Ooh. It's going to be called um, Working Overtime. Basically, it's a podcast for the nine-to-five yes. worker who wants to make their dream full-time. Right. So. That is that that is the goal basically. That's the mission to speak to those people, to inspire and motivate all of us who are working a job but who have a dream and who just want to do more Beautiful. because I'm doing it right now. There are people who have already done it. There's people like us, you know, who are in right. the midst of it now. So it's like I wanna hear all the stories, I wanna share all the information that I can to help motivate, inspire people to do that. So Beautiful. Um, to keep up with me um, for that launch hopefully I'm aiming for mid May right now and uh, keep up with me on my Instagram that's where I'm most active at Sloan underscore that's c-n-s-l-o-a-n underscore and like Sloan like from um Grey's Anatomy so I figured that that's People can recognize right, that yeah. real fast. I'm, a, I'm obsessed with Grace right now, by the way. But anyway, so <laughs> follow me there. Keep up with me there. And I'm just so excited for all this. And, of course, we already know who my first guest <laughs> is going to be. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's Yay! so exciting. Well, I cannot wait. Uh, guys, go and follow her. It's going to be great. Um, I know you post a lot of stuff on there, too. And It'll just be really fun and really awesome for you to have a podcast, too, so I don't feel like I'm such a big loser and we can...
1: Oh, my gosh. You're absolutely it. Oh, my god, it, so you better Stop.
0: stop. I'm basically <laughs> a Bella. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole... Oh, yeah, my god. That's a...
1: That's a whole nother that's a whole
0: episode. Other episode. We're going to have a whole episode to talk about the Bella twins. Get ready for oh it. Oh my gosh. We're
1: going to, yeah,
0: that's going to be next yeah. week anyway. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Oh my gosh. We could do a pair. Uh, you know what? We'll talk offline, but I could sense it now. Just yep. like <laughs>
1: There's so right, many.
0: Right. Like, oh my gosh. And Total Bellas comes on tonight. <gasps> Total
1: Bellas oh, does come on tonight. I can't watch it until tomorrow. I know, saying,
0: uh, well, for us, it's tonight because we're recording this April 2nd, but so by the time this oh, comes yeah. out it'll That's already right. the first episode will already be out but i'm so excited oh. to see i'm so ready oh, yes well it's been an absolute pleasure i'm sure we'll be doing this a lot more but i can't thank you yes. enough for taking the time i love how when i first started i was like it could be like a 15 to 20 minute no i'm at the 49 minute oh, mark <laughs> I knew it would. I I, I scratched that, like, immediately because I was like, mm, 15, no, that's, no, mm-mm. It's not going to happen.
1: It's not. So, but
0: I do appreciate uh, you taking the time.
1: Thank you for of having course, me. I'm so honored to be on I know,
0: here. you're the first, <laughs> yes, <laughs> take pride. But anyways, so people go and follow Christina. There's more to come. Hopefully I'll be able to jump on her podcast, vice versa. It's going to be a gorgeous little podcast party family. And now for a segment I like to call Her Story Lesson, where we take a look at an LGBTQ plus community member or an ally who has helped impact the community in a positive way enjoy. And today I'm going to be talking about somebody that I was gonna actually talk about last week, but I went with Brian Murphy and I mentioned them and it is Mama Ru Paul. If you don't know who she is, stop this right now and Google her or honestly do in the background we're multitaskers, right? You could do that. Mm-hmm. So, let me just like paint a picture again this is like 2010 2011 ish and RuPaul's Drag Race has had been out um since like 2009 but I had not watched it didn't know anything about it because again growing up wasn't really able to watch all those gay shows queer shows or anything like that so I'm just sitting there one day, and I walk in, and actually my grandfather is watching this show, and I'm like, hmm, this looks interesting, and I sit down, and it is RuPaul's Drag Race, and they're sitting there, and they're talking about design competition, and how they're pulling out these looks, and my grandfather is like, oh my gosh, look at these expletive for gay people, and what they're doing, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, this is so crazy, like weird, hmm, what's this show called? so naturally after that I went and watched like every episode that was available to watch I believe back then though it was like free online or maybe I did it illegally I don't know oops but now I pay for it so sorry mama Ru. Anywho watched it loved it it's like the greatest mixture of like Project Runway with America's Next Top Model mixed in there and it's like 12 seasons deep with like a whole bunch of all-stars so you need to catch up and watch it so the host and the creator is RuPaul RuPaul Charles don't know why I blinked on her last name so sorry Anywho's, once I started watching RuPaul's Drive Race and realized who RuPaul was I started to do more investigation and was like bitch I've seen you before <laughs> like mama was in um Sabrina the Teenage Witch like back in the day with Melissa Joan Hart and of course once I started looking like in movies like Two on Foo and all that like RuPaul been out there for a while like way before I was even bored no no shade, I was born in 93, so like, before I was even born. For real, though. But started to get mainstream, and had music, and all that good jazz, but kind of like, disappeared for a while, but then came back with RuPaul's Drag Race, and now is like, mainstream, bitch got Emmys, like, awesome, great. But what does this mean for the LGBTQ plus community? Drag. Drag is now like, up in the front and center in a mainstream way. And I know there's like some people that are very touchy on that subject and think like RuPaul Drag Race don't fucked up drag. No I think it's shown light on drag you know before even growing up and I talked about the visible out on TV series that I watched on Apple TV and they were very much talking about how in the beginning um, stages of television any drag was a straight man for kicks and giggles and it was like always the weird psychopath that tried to kill you like psycho that was drag and like cross-dresser and like weird and something's wrong with him yada 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 but then like at the end of the day though drag is art it is a art form you are a performer it's beautiful and RuPaul's Drag Race brought that on television in a positive way Yes, it is a reality TV competition, and there's some shady shit that you're like, ugh, oh, God. But let's be real, though. It still brought it to the forefront to where people were like, oh, drag queens, cool. I want to see people perform. And then all the girls that are on the show, that's great because they can go out to local bars and stuff like that because they grew up in the scene. And you might say, oh... So-and-so, Tr- Trinity Tuck, is performing here. And then you get a chance to see other local queens that you're like, oh, this bitch can slay too. Let me support them. Support your local queens. That's always good too. Not just RuPaul's Drag Race. Because, yes, there are probably thousands and thousands of drag queens out there in the world. Not just RuPaul's Drag Race girls. So support all of them. But I think definitely with having this platform and this show, RuPaul has brought that to you know light to so where people can say you know maybe this isn't that weird like look how talented these queens are they are given like crazy 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 challenges sometimes where they have to like sew have to pull out looks have to improv act sing dance like all this stuff so it's just showing you how talented that our community can be you know so Paul you're killing it not only that but he's had other shows that he's you know been a part of um we won't talk about drag you that was a rough spot but i enjoyed it (laughs) but uh lately he actually had his own netflix show which bitch let me just get on this right fast um aj and the queen was so good it was so amazing if you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. Um, unfortunately, it was not renewed for a second season. What the fuck? This is rude. Not nice. But it was so good. It was about a drag queen, uh, RuPaul, who uh, is building his life together, wants to open up their his own club with his boyfriend, who turns out to be shady. Don't want to ruin too much. But then is like, well, I still have to go on this tour to make money across the you know the states and everything, so he goes across the states, but then finds out like this little homeless person. Um, literally, it's a little person, like a child, like maybe ten, I want to say. And um, their name is AJ. I don't want to give too much away, but like, it's it's some shit. But like, it's left on the cliffhanger, and you're like, ooh, what's gonna happen next? And of course, you know, us gays can't get a second season, which is rude, 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 rude. Uh, but again, you got to see some good drag queens. There was a lot of uh, drag race girls in it. It was great it's a great community you know we always have DragCon, which is nice um let me tell you like drag is big i've never been to one i would love to go to one but like let me tell you like the rupaul's drag race like the finale is our super bowl so a chance to go and see the queens that we love and adore and like you know It's amazing and it's nice and it's another opportunity for the LGBTQ plus community to socialize, get together, talk about their favorite queens and stuff like that. So it stems more than just RuPaul. There are so many drag queens out there that have benefited and it's so amazing that the community now has this platform. All thanks to Mama Ru. Also Bitch has amazing songs. My favorite is Sister That Walk because look. At the end of the day especially growing up people will call you queer or sissy and we've kind of like taken those terms back and put a spin on them and like yeah I might be a sissy bitch but I'm gonna slay this walk I'm gonna slay the world and that's what sissy that walk is about um unless them bitches paying your bills pay them bitches no mind talk about that shit that you want that's cute that's another thing RuPaul is like the best at moderational speaking and quotes and stuff like if you can't love yourself how the hell can you love somebody else can I get an amen amen not even that religious but amen because it's true you have to love yourself first put your oxen match on first you know so RuPaul I adore you thank you for all that you've done and I can't wait to see what you have for the future now it's time for a pop culture chat look Ever since like 2008, I have been obsessed with Catherine Elizabeth Hudson, or better known as Katy Perry. Love her, mean it. She told me it was a firework, and I believed it. You know, what else? Well, if you haven't nerd or nerd, if you haven't heard or been living under a rock, Katy Perry is pregnant with her first child with Orlando Bloom. Oh, so happy for her. It's so cute. She did a cute little video. I'm gonna be that extra when me and my husband start to have kids well not physically but you know start a family and have kids I want to be that extra I'm gonna perform a music video and put it out there and I can show my dad bod I don't care I'm already working my dad bod and not even a dad well I have two dogs so I am a dad so anyways if you haven't seen it it's called never one white beautiful music video beautiful song Katy Perry's pregnant, and she just announced it's going to be a baby girl. I'm super excited. Like, what's the name going to be? There's so many possibilities, but I'm just so happy because I am an OG katie cat. That's what she calls her fans, in case you didn't know. But yeah, super excited. Let me know what your thoughts are, because, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of crazy to think, like, a big mega pop star having a baby. I mean, they do it all the time, but... This is her first, so I always freak out when any of them are starting to have kids or marriage or anything like that. But yay, little baby Perry bloom. It's on the way, and it's a baby girl. Quote time weekly quote time get your quotes here and it is related to cleaning spring cleaning again I didn't find a real good source for it but the quote goes quote you never know what you have until you clean out your closet end quote and bish isn't that so true there's so many times where I'm like where is this pair of sunglasses or where are these shoes or where is this there's like random stuff in my closet that I don't realize that are in there until I start cleaning out and going through it I'm like oh bitch here I am here it is oops so sorry now I know for next time so like I said clean out your closet organize it because you never know what could be hiding in there hopefully no monsters and hopefully no people because um we don't deserve to be in closets okay thanks bye For this installment of What You Watching, I'm going to be talking about Self Made, which is a Netflix limited series. There's four episodes. They're about 45 minutes long. My husband and I finished it in one night. It was so good. It tells the story of C.J. Walker, which is a African-American woman, and she starts this hair growth serum, not serum, it's like a paste type thing, and became the first... Um, woman, she's in the Guinness World Book of Records, first woman to become the self-made millionaire. Amazing. The cast is amazing as well. I mean, big two names like Tiffany Haddish and Octavia Spencer. Hello. It's so good and it really dives into like beauty standards for African-Americans and for women in business and it goes into a lot of that. It's a lot deeper. I always say I don't want to give too much away, but it's so good It's based in like the 1800s, I wanna say, or early 1900s. I don't know, I'm bad at history type stuff like that. But it's so, so, so good um, on Netflix, like I said, but you really should watch it. Now let's take a moment, let's relax, get all calm take deep breaths maybe shut the lights off light a candle drink a glass of wine just decompress you know with everything that's going on with the world right now like a bitch needs to stay calm so here it is a meditation minute many people out there in the world that are just so gorgeous with gorgeous souls and they're fighting the fight, you know, shining their light in their own way. And so I want to bring those people to the forefront. My goal is to each episode, bring a story to the listeners about somebody out there letting their sunshine flow. So let's get into it. this week's story it's kind of a in general story that i've been seeing on facebook and instagram twitter all that good stuff even um in places that i've lived before in jacksonville florida uh places like that where people outside of hospitals and doctors offices and stuff are writing inspirational messages with chalk on the sidewalk to the healthcare providers because look They are busting their asses. They don't get a break, really. They are literally essential (laughs) workers. So it's really nice to see the world coming together because they could be working long, long shifts and then being able to exit to see, hey, hope you're having a great day. Thank you so much for saving lives. Like, it's so positive and beautiful. I just love it so much. And I actually work with doctors. I know that they've been working so much. I've been seeing pictures of different healthcare providers with like literally scars on their face from wearing masks for so long and how ragged they are. And like, there's just so much. They're so doing so much. And it's hard because, you know, we get to stay at home. We get to like get away from all that. But they are in the front lines with the virus and everything. And it's just so. Beautiful that people are leaving positive messages for them. So, bravo to all you brave, beautiful, you know, heroic healthcare providers. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. So (laughs) after editing and listening back to the last segment where I talk about the healthcare providers, definitely realized that you could hear my dog squeaker toy in the background. I am so, so, so sorry. That was Rose. She just, you know, she runs the house. So, so sorry, but I can't tell her what to do. So (laughs) sorry if you heard that. Um, I think you hear it like two or three times. My bad. Uh, Next time I'll try to... uh, distract her while I record. So, yeah. Sorry! Before we go, there is one random thing that I want to talk about. I've mentioned it in the past, but I'm like obsessed with TikTok now. I've been looking on it and I keep seeing people make this whipped coffee drink. Bitch, where are my coffee lovers at? Because I am one, but as a stereotypical gay man fashion, I love nothing but iced coffee. Iced lattes all day, Slate, they're delicious, but anywho, so basically to make this drink, you get a small bowl. And you put two two teaspoons of instant coffee, two teaspoons of sugar, and then two teaspoons of warm water or hot water. And then you like whip it together, whip it real good. You use a whisk and you just like go at it until it's like fluffy and cutesy and everything. You can add ice or not, but of course, <laughs> a bitch adds ice. Like I just said, iced coffee is bae. So I add ice. I add two packets of creamer just for a little bit of flavor. And then you mix it all together and put you know you pour milk over it and you have like this gorgeous nice like smooth coffee drink I highly recommend you try it 10 out of 10 delicious <laughs> anyway speaking of trying things like I said in the past of this episode <laughs> that, that was really weirdly worded but whatever um, Breeze Beauty B-R-I-I-Z <laughs> Beauty I'm going to put the link, don't forget you can get 10% off with the code word Stephen. Please, please, I highly recommend her products, I'm not just saying that, she's not paying me in anything. I just love her stuff so much and I just want to share this with you. Support small businesses, it's great. If you do get stuff, please, please tag her in it on Instagram or Facebook. She loves seeing pictures of people in face masks. There's so many face masks to choose from. It's amazing. Hopefully at one point she'll have the try before you buy boxes so you can try those out. But yes, I highly recommend using her products. Let me know how it goes. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> Anyways, I love, love, love to hear from you guys. So please follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Sir Stephen Rice. Even if you want to see stupid videos of myself, I'm on TikTok at Sir Stephen Rice. Please, please, please follow me. Talk to me about the podcast, your thoughts and everything. And I also want to give a huge, huge thank you to Christina Sloan, who was my guest today. You can also follow her on Instagram. I'll put that in the link as well. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. I would love to have her on some more, especially if you guys like it. So we'll just... Let me know. Um, So yeah, please download, like, subscribe, and share this podcast to people who you think will benefit from it. I'm just trying to spread some positivity, check in our mental health, and I just love all the support so far. So let's keep it going. So thank you so much. I hope you enjoy your day and Wednesday or whatever day or night or whenever you're listening to this. But yes, stay safe out there, wash your hands, and until next time, have a fantastic day.